Hey guys, welcome on to Psychology Hacks. Today we're going to be talking about some ways that our own personal biases can get in the way of how we perceive situations and um, just how it can kind of affect our interactions with other people. So I want to talk about, I'm going to start off with the useful way of changing the way that you interact with the people in your life. Now since people are complicated individuals who act irrationally and with hidden motivations, it can be kind of difficult to navigate through life without misinterpreting their intentions. I mean, honestly, I would say it's impossible even just to get through one day without misinterpreting at least something. But the good news is that there are some things that you can do to help make those mistakes less frequently. I wanna talk about some ideas that can make a difference in your life. To, to begin with, let's always remember that nobody reacts to things as they truly are. Instead, what people do is they react to things as they perceive them to be. Now, that seems pretty straightforward and obvious, but it's something that people don't really think about very often. A great way to seriously upgrade your social skills is to practice observing how people respond to life and to remind yourself that they're not taking things at face value. It's one thing to know intellectually that everybody's operating um, off some kind of unconscious programming, uh, but training yourself to be aware of that unconscious programming is an entirely different ballgame. So have you ever been talking to somebody and been surprised at their reaction to what they say? You know, maybe that you were excited to share good news with them and then you see, excuse me, they see it only in a, in a negative light. Or maybe details that you thought were insignificant caused some kind of angry outburst. And the reason for this, everybody's making their, their way through life with their own unique set of rules and their own interpretations of those rules. And those, first of all, those rules aren't always obvious, like what, what people's values are. They're not always clear. The other thing is that we make these rules up as we go. Uh, we start off in childhood, and then you know, like the, the, the way that we interpret things that happen to us, we tend to kind of just stick with that. You know, we don't a lot of times reevaluate um, our major life views, you know, our values, our beliefs. And, um, you know, sometimes we do bring conscious awareness to the situations that we face. And we do choose to learn the lesson to be learned, but a lot of time, a lot of times, most people don't understand how to process, you know, emotional events in a productive way. They don't understand how to take the time and really analyze what happened and take the lessons from the situation. And you know, too much or too little thought is just put into interpreting life. Because that's the other the other end of the spectrum, is that people will obsess over things and they'll just overthink it, and they're not really productive in the way that they're thinking. They just spend a lot of time on it you know you get that kind of especially in this day and age there's a lot of people with social anxiety and you know uh, if you're anything like me you spend a good amount of your childhood you know just obsessing over well why did I say that that was so awkward that was so uncomfortable I sounded so stupid or I should have said this I should have done that blah, blah blah you know and that's I think it's kind of normal I don't think people admit to it as much as it's it's accurate but at the same time it's one of those things, it's not very productive to do that if you're just kind of torturing yourself. You know, you've got to actually learn how to move forward from that. And that kind of takes some some training, that takes some practice, and it's not really enough to just sit there and obsess over it until you hopefully get it. You've got to, you've got to actually be taught a little bit. So it's important for us to learn both to process our own emotions and life lessons in a healthy manner, and also to develop an understanding of the headspace of the other people in our lives who probably will never learn is we've got to learn how to get inside their heads and not necessarily that we have to completely understand them but so that we can understand their motivations where they're coming from and that will help us um, interact with them more efficiently so for example in uh, traditional 
ninjutsu, psychological warfare is part of the self-defense course. It's, you know, it goes deeper than the physical skills involved. And students are taught that to master the minds of other people, they have to first master their own minds. By diving really deeply into your own psychology, by learning to process your programming, by learning to evaluate it, to judge it, by exploring the darkness of your own mind, that's how you develop a really deep understanding of the people around you. Because to really get a feel for the unconscious processes of other people, you have to have some kind of foundational knowledge to rely on. And your own experience is a great place to start. And that comes from doing your own inner work, from building a solid base to work from. And obviously, just because something is true for you does not mean that it's going to be true for somebody else. So while I might be doing this self-exploration, I might realize that I feel afraid, say, hypothetically, in the, in the beginning of a, of a relationship because of past trauma or something. You know, maybe like I've been burned before and I'm, I'm just kind of skittish. That doesn't mean that, you know, when I'm in a relationship with somebody, if I'm seeing them act in a similar way to me, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going through the same thing. It doesn't mean that those hesitations, or excuse me, those hesitations are coming from the same um, foundation of fear and insecurity. They might be concerned with me as a person. Maybe they just, they don't like me. Um, maybe they're insecure about themselves on a personal level that I can't possibly hope to figure out. Or maybe the idea of just, you know, settling down with one person, period, is just not something they're ready for. So they might be acting um, in a way that makes me think, oh, well, they, they're just they're just nervous because they've been hurt in the past and because that's what happened to me. And the reality is that it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going on in their head. So you've got to be able to learn to separate that. Just What's true for you is not always going to be true for other people. However, understanding myself, clearing out the mental clutter, you know, all those emotional reactions, um, getting the space to look at things objectively instead of reacting emotionally that gives me the space that i need to evaluate them with more clarity okay because if they're making these decisions or they're doing these things and it's hurting my feelings or it's making me uncomfortable and that's just my reaction is oh why would you do this blah blah, blah and i'm just getting upset oh um accusing them well you're just afraid blah 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 obviously that's not productive at all Having worked through my own problems and understanding, hey, this is where I'm coming from, this is why I'm feeling this way, um, that gives me the objectivity to kind of take a step back and to evaluate things in a more productive manner, obviously. So like we've talked about before, the, the roadmap that we, that we use to, to navigate through life, it's been a work in progress ever since we were born. And there's an, there's an infinite number of potential issues with that, potential discrepancies, okay? Because like I said, we make it up as we go along. Um, things happen to us in childhood, and we don't understand what is going on, but we learn, oh, well, that's how the world is, because it, it, it is this way. Things, are, things happen this way. People do this in that situation. They do that in this situation, whatever. And it doesn't mean, like, we're, when we're kids, we don't really know what's going on. We learn very quickly. So if the first interactions that we have with people in a certain situation... You know, we're very open. We're, we're going to learn quickly. We're very responsive at that point in time. So we tend to kind of latch on to the first thing that makes sense to us because our brain is a meaning-making machine like we've talked about before. It's really good at deciding this is what it means. So this is the interpretation. And then it's really good at finding the evidence for it down the road. So once your, your brain decides this is what we believe in, it's going to be really hard to convince it otherwise because it's going to stack up a massive amount of evidence. Even when there's none there. Um, if you've ever been part of a, like a debate 
team class, whatever. I don't know. I took some and we did that in public speaking a little bit. And uh, one of the exercises that they have you do is they have you argue for the other side. And, you know, most people think, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. You know, especially if it's something um, that's kind of sensitive, like, say, religion or politics, which it it usually is because public speaking teachers are cruel, heartless people. Uh, But, (laughs) I mean, it's really, there's a lot of mental resistance with people at first. I don't want to do that. I, I can't do that. I can't possibly... But once you kind of break the ice a little bit and you start thinking, well, I can do this, it kind of comes very easily. And you you learn quickly that it's not hard to find evidence for something if you want it to be true. And even if you don't want it to be true, if you just want to use it against somebody, it's not hard to find evidence for it. Your brain is is very good at it. So, And I'll be the first to admit that I, I oftentimes make the mistake of assuming that everybody thinks like me, okay? I have to remind myself on a daily basis, that I am my own person, I'm unique, nobody's looking at me, or excuse me, nobody's looking at the world through the same lens as I am, okay? Now, that being said, I also find that the better I understand myself, the more clarity that I have in analyzing other people. So this is the hack here. It's it's partially because it's not something that's taught very often. People don't really talk about how, well, to, to have better social skills, you need to understand yourself better. But it's true. I mean, you can't, you can't, interact with people authentically when you're just all up in your head, when you're acting emotionally, when you're responding instinctively from the place of childhood traumas, and when you kind of assume that people are looking at the world exactly the same way as you, and you don't take the time and take a step back and realize they've got their own thing going on. One of the rules in NLP is that people make the best decisions that they can with the information that they have at the time. Nobody consciously says, well, this isn't a very good option, but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, if they're, they're making the decision, they think it's the best one possible. They could be totally wrong, obviously. You, you see people make just ridiculous mistakes all the time on a daily basis. Some people are very convinced that they're, the right, um, they're on the right track, and it's just it's painful to watch. Um, and it, it is what it is, but if you don't take the time to understand that they're not doing that because they don't want good results. They're doing that because they're looking at things from a totally different perspective than you are. Um, there's an old saying about how, you know, if you, if you look at a mountain from different angles, it's a totally different mountain. One side's forest, one side's, you know, rivers, and the other side's, you know, barren, rocky, whatever. And everybody's looking at the same mountain, but they're seeing something totally different. Or the blind people looking at the elephant, that's probably a better analogy. If a bunch of blind people are uh, trying to touch an elephant and see well somebody touches the trunk and somebody touches the uh their side and somebody touches their tail they, you know and somebody touches the, the tusks they're all gonna they're gonna have very different ideas of what this elephant is because they're looking at it or well i guess they're not looking at it but they're they're observing it from different um points of view again points of view is probably not a good good analogy for a good choice of words for the, the blind situation but you get what i mean the more clearly you can look at a situation, the better. And that clarity only comes from doing your own work, okay? The more that you start... Because you start to notice your own irrationalities once you start doing this. And it's painful to look at it at first. But once you start to understand how stupid you are, it's easier to be patient with other people, first of all. But it's also easier to understand, to notice these trends and patterns and say, oh, yeah, I used to do that too. And there's certain signs that come with people acting, you know emotionally or 
from some kind of short-sightedness. There's things to look for, and once you get the feel for them, then it starts to make a little bit more sense. The more objective that you can be in interpreting other people, the better. And you've got to break through your own unconscious programming to do that, um, to get that maturity to look at others without filtering through such a thick lens. You're always going to have some kind of lens that you are looking through that's going to discolor the world to some extent. But the the more you can straighten that out, the 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 less of an impact it can have, the better. And that's not to say that you shouldn't build up your own your own sense of understanding of the world and your life. Obviously, as you as you age, as you mature, as you go through life, you should be getting better. But just don't fall into the trap of thinking that you know everything. Don't fall into the trap of thinking that other people look at things the same way you do, because that causes it causes so much conflict. If you really take the time to try to understand somebody else's point of view without letting your own biases get in the way, it can do wonders for your communication, for your work environment, for your relationship, for you know everything. Like it, it really has a huge impact because a lot of times we listen to people, but we don't really hear what they're saying. We, we kind of pick up, we'll, we'll hear the, um, the ideas behind it, but we won't hear, we won't understand the meaning behind it. We won't look through and get why they're saying what they say. They, we won't understand it. And that causes a lot of issues because that miscommunication nine times out of ten is what, what the problem is. Because if you get down to the core of why are we doing this, well, a lot of times we have the same objectives because people do have similar objectives and people are not inherently evil. Um, people, Some people are definitely malicious. I'm not saying that there isn't evil in the world. But the majority of the time, it, it's it's not so much from wanting to be towards other people or you know to upset other people is coming from some sense of your own personal struggle either they're trying to protect themselves or trying to get something they just they don't think that it's they think that it's the best solution and once you understand what it is they're really after that's when you can really start to make progress with people and it's hard to figure out those those biases that are blinding other people when you're looking at them through your own biases and they're blinding you so that's what we're trying to do here we're trying to eliminate it on both sides so let's give an example. Let's say that you're engaged in a power struggle with somebody at work, okay? And this person's trying to outmaneuver you and you know some of their strategic decisions are difficult to predict. So at first it might seem like you need to analyze each and every aspect of them, how they think. You look at their background, their character, their emotional reactions, their education, their personality traits, etc. And yeah, you should do that. You need to do that. You need to understand your opponent. The problem with this is, and this is where people They'll talk about, oh, you got to look at them, you got to collect information, all this strategy stuff. It's true. You, could, you do have to do that. But the, the issue is that as you work your own mental resources to death trying to nail this person down, you might not realize that the interpretations that you're getting are – they're biased. And maybe like – for again, this is a hypothetical. It's just an example. But maybe they remind you of like uh, an ex or somebody who you went to high school with that, you know – screws you over and that stirs up an emotional response for some reason you know maybe and it, it might not even mean anything like maybe it's they just kind of look similar they have some mannerisms or personality traits or speech patterns or something they use the same phrases i don't know but whatever it is if you're trying to understand this person but never realize that you're kind of assuming that they're like this other person you know which may or may not be true you're gonna be stuck you know you're not going to be looking at them objectively. You're not going to be able to figure out what their intentions are 
because all the evidence in the world, you can collect all the evidence in the world. If you've ever watched the political debates, I mean, you know, people have all the same evidence and they, and they have completely different interpretations of it. They'll still argue over what it means. And it seems, and that's why I don't really much care for politics anymore is because, you know, you, you see these grown men that are supposedly leading our country and they're, they're arguing over interpretations of things and it's very painful to watch because they're they're so obviously immature about how they're doing it they're not and i'm not saying that i mean if you're leading the country you you obviously do need to have some pretty strong convictions you need to be confident in yourself but at the same time it's really painful to watch people argue over something that's not important and to act like it is and that's what we do on a daily basis though with with people that we have conflict with. Nine times out of ten, you can avoid that conflict. And I'm not saying, you know, go around spreading, you know, good vibes and whatever. I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I would like to have a positive effect on the world, but at the same time, I'm not saying that you, you should, like, avoid conflict and you should never get in arguments with people. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that you need to choose your battles, and it's, it's very pointless to get sucked into arguments with people over stupid things. Especially when those stupid things are simple misinterpretations that can very easily be resolved or overlooked um, if they're properly understood. Because it frees so much mental space up. It gets rid of so much clutter. When you're not constantly at war with everybody, it allows you to bring all of your resources to the table when you actually need to go to battle with somebody, okay? So in this situation, you know, you're looking in this hypothetical situation, you're trying to understand this person, but you're assuming that um, the way they're acting is a certain way because that's what your ex did. Or rather, you believe that that's what your ex did, you know, because your ex is crazy, just like everybody's ex is crazy. And they don't care about anybody, um, even though everybody's somebody's ex. But you'll, you'll unconsciously assume that this person that you're, you're working with is also out to get you for the same reasons. And that unresolved area of your perception of the world makes up this psychological shrine that you've kind of built to this person in your past. And it's coloring your entire view of this person who has potentially nothing in common with them. And now maybe the individual in question is only out to get you because you remind them of their older sibling who used to torture them. And you're both kind of like, you know, you're both children just going after each other because you don't understand each other. And, you know, my point here is that until you work out your own inner issues and get a good level of clarity and understanding about your own unconscious processes and programming, you're in a bad situation to interpret anybody else. And you need to be able to interpret anyone, other people, everybody as much as possible because that's how you succeed. That's how you get through life. You can't do this on your own. You have to work with other people. And the best way to do that is to, I mean, you're not going to get everybody to like you. You're going to have to go to war with some people, absolutely. But there's no sense in making enemies when you don't have to. There's no sense in fighting stupid, insignificant battles over, you know, misunderstanding each other. Because it's taken away from your time and energy. You're not, you need to clear that up for yourself. You need to take that stress off of your plate. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head what the exact number was. I think it's a... I think it's between 12, 12 and 15 IQ points or something of that nature is, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if you living in extreme poverty, that and the, the stress of the finances on 
in and of itself is enough to drop your IQ points about about a dozen points. Because your your mind only has so much energy. You only have so much in the way of mental resources. So if you've got something major on the back burner, I mean, we, we all know that like if you're upset over something, I mean, it, it's more difficult to drive. It's more difficult to focus on work. The, the more clutter that you have, the more crap that you have piled on your plate, the more difficult it is to, to make intellectual decisions. So that's one of the things that we're doing here. We're, we're getting rid of this. We're alleviating our problems with other people. We're alleviating our own emotional trauma that we are processing and dealing with, which that in and of itself is going to be a huge help. Um, and again, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't notice patterns in people around us. You know, the, the, I already said the longer we live, the better we should get. We should be able to recognize the past in the present moment. We should become competent at avoiding previous mistakes. And, you know, over time, we start to notice that while everybody is going to be unique, they can still be placed into different categories. They, they can be put in different personality types. You know, the five big personality traits are especially helpful here, for sure. Um, and then as well as working, as well as having or working with um, the knowledge of those, those, um, those personality traits, the next episode I'm going to do is the, the five basic weaknesses of humans. And that's, that's, hopefully that's an enlightening episode. That, that's something that I've relied on for a long time and it's helped me out a lot. So that'll be the next episode, but we should never assume that we know it all. And we need to be careful about the snap judgments that we make about other people trying to outsmart somebody who wants to hurt you the way your ex did is not going to be the same strategy as dealing with a potential ally who's really just suffering from their own knee-jerk reaction to their perception of you. So it might not be even necessary to go up against this person, like I said. So we're almost done. The, uh, the mental clarity, of course, that I'm talking about here, it comes from a lot of time and a lot of work. And I know that this, um, this show is all about psychological hacks but sometimes those hacks take work unfortunately <laughs> i mean it, it is I, I try to make as many things as possible quick and easy obviously this one is going to take a, a huge amount of personal work and it's something i've been touching on a lot lately is just this idea of processing your emotions of clearing out mental clutter it has a huge impact on your mental health which in and of itself should be enough motivation to do it it, ha it can really help the way that you interact with life, with other people, again, worth it in and of itself. But the other thing too is that you're freeing up your mental resources. You're 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 pulling yourself out of the emotional reactive place that most people live in. And so as soon as you get that bird's eye view of things, you automatically have an advantage in whatever you're doing. You have an advantage over other people, you have an advantage in your own personal life. And it takes work, but it's worth it. I wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't. So I also advise um, to kind of help with this, and we'll, we'll we'll touch on it some more, and I have been talking about it here and there, but I would also advise just to kind of close up that any kind of meditation practices that you guys can take up, any kind of journaling, artistic expressions, any alone time and you know self-help resources that you can get a hold of, those are all great for learning to process your emotions. And I mean, there's a dark side to all that as well, obviously, but you know, life's a journey. You gotta figure it out as you go, and you're not gonna figure it out until you start. And you're not going to see, I mean, you might see some results quickly, but you're not going to see a whole lot of overnight results. But the long-term benefits of self-awareness cannot be overstated. It's, it's tremendously valuable. And as, as an added benefit, when you start understanding how irrational and unconscious most of your decisions are, 
it helps you to stop taking things so personally. Once you see um, how crazy you can act and feel justified and feel like you're totally sane, you become a lot more patient with everybody else because you realize that they're dealing with their own issues in the same way. So that emotional outburst of somebody directs at you. It's not so much because of you, it's their own internal struggle. The insults directed at you are not symptoms of your incompetence, but rather of their insecurities. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that, you know, if somebody's insulting you and losing their temper with you that you should just, oh, well, you know, it's it's their own problem. But like, yeah, obviously you've got to stand up for yourself. you got to defend yourself. You, in some situations, you have to outmaneuver people. You, you have to outsmart them and make them pay. However, it's also, you don't want to be constantly engaged in conflict with people. It's exhausting. It, it takes away from your own potential. It takes away your mental resources. And the more, it, it, you, you won't have as much fight to bring um, when it is important if you're constantly engaged in these little, these little things. So learning to work with the person underneath all the programming and the learned behaviors makes you incredibly patient and puts you in a position to do uh, a lot of healing for other people, but also for yourself, which is obviously um, incredibly valuable. And it gives you a huge leg up in the power struggle as well, because you learn to look past the facade that people present and into the real intentions that lie beneath them. So you can kind of help, you can keep yourself from being deceived as much. So start working on yourself, you know, spend some alone time Really start trying to understand yourself better. Start picking apart your actions, your thoughts, your emotions. Follow them all the way down to the source. Clear out as much of the emotional and psychological baggage as you can. And then take that clarity out into the world today. Start looking at the people around you for what they really are. And they're confused. Um, they've got all these conditions, responses that they're not even aware of. Most people aren't aware that they're not aware of something. You know, you guys are obviously um, a little bit ahead already just to the fact that you're looking into this kind of stuff. Most people don't know what they don't know. And I mean, no, I mean, nobody knows what they don't know, but most people don't understand that they, this is even an issue that they have to work through. So you guys are already ahead in that aspect. But take it further, you know. Really start learning as much about yourself as you can. And in the beginning, when you're starting to make these revelations about yourself and you're about to take them out and apply them to other people, try to, try to wait. Try to be better at observing other people and just noticing those same characteristics and signs that people present um give it give it some time and, and instead of making snap judgments and saying oh well they did the same thing i did that it must mean the same thing just observe it because after you get really good at observing you're gonna that's when you become very effective and very dangerous as a person if you, if you just make snap judgments from the beginning, then you're not necessarily learning anything. You might notice a little bit more, but you also, you might be biased in your interpretation. So be patient with this. It's, it's, it's worth being patient for. So, like I said, the, the, most people, their conditioned responses is what they call their personality. They think it's who they are, but it's, it's really not. Most of them are just defense mechanisms. And, you know, Good luck, guys. Whatever interactions that you have today, just remember to start looking through the illusions that people would like for you to focus on. Remember, it's always more complicated than that. The people who understand this, those are the ones that pull the string. So go out there, do great things. I'll see you next time.